The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. As a society, how did we get from chucking roses on stage at the end of a performance or a show to chucking bras? What happened in between? Let's talk about that. Um, Groupies? (laughs) Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 105 of How You At You. It's your girl Shinny's from K-Pop Pop. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. And don't forget to rate us on wherever you listen to us on. Give a five stars, leave a review, say how fabulous we are, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, and you can send your stuff to kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at choose. So yeah, so let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment per usual is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you guys a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Monster X's I Am has officially signed an exclusive contract with Sony Music Korea. Previously, I Am did not renew his contract with Starship Entertainment back in August. However, he will still continue to participate in group activities with Monster X. More Monster X news. Johan or Johani of Monster X will reportedly make his official debut as an actor with Netflix. According to sources, he will take a role of a K-pop idol in the K- in, in the K-pop in the Netflix <laughs> original film and fly over to the US in March next year for the shooting. So don't have any idea what. It is, I don't know if it's a career production, if it's an American production, or if it's a merge of the two, but keep your eyes out for that, I guess. That sounds great for him, and in no way am I trying to be shade or anything, but Mm. I I think it's so funny. Like, obviously, his job is being an idol, and then now he gets to act, I guess, in a production as an idol. As an idol. (laughs) It's going to be really hard for him to, I don't know where he's going to draw inspiration from. And talking about Monster X, but not really, ex-member of Monster X, Wonho, will be enlisting soon. So Wonho will enlist for military service in December and he will return in 2024. That's all the Monster X related stuff. Moving on to the 2022 Mama Awards. So there's going to be some special stages. We do love a special stage. I think that's the only thing I really watch if I'm going to keep it 100 when it comes to award shows. Uh, So BTS's J-Hope will be performing his solo music for the first time on broadcast at the Mama Awards. On the second day, G-Idol is set to perform with the rock band Jarim. I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure. Sorry if I butchered that. Stray Kids, The Rapper Line, or Soracha, Bang Chan, Changbin, and Han will be collaborating with, J- uh, with J- I can't speak today. Will be collaborating with Tiger J- uh, JK. 
Oh. And the Squid, Ca- Squid Game music producer Jung Jae E, and <clears throat> this is a this is a big one. All thirty-two members, yes, thirty-two members. What? <laughs> NCT, you've been outnumbered. All thirty-two members of the fourth-generation girl groups I've Kepler, Nmix, Lyserafim, and Eugene are all also confirmed to take the stage together. For a collaboration on the first day. I don't know how that's going to do I can't wait to see it. You know what? Initially, I was like, oh my gosh, how did that happen? But Produce 101 happens and they get yes. them to... <laughs> like everyone... Perf- okay, it might be a similar situation. So the 2022 Member Awards will take place in Japan on the 29th and the 30th of November. So keep your eyes out for that. And congratulations to BTS as they have been nominated for Best Pop Duo Slash Group Performance for the third year in a row at the Grammys with My Universe in collaboration with Coldplay. So congratulations. Do you think they'll win one this year? Did they Have they won one yet? They haven't. Have, have no. they won one? No, they haven't. No, no, no. I think they've been nominated two years in a row but are still to win anything. So I think they have a good chance as they did when they would have first been nominated but yeah it's not up to us it's up to the academy so we'll see so good luck to bts i was so, i'm so tempted to just call them but <laughs> <laughs> okay then last story i'm gonna talk about is about omega x so trigger warning if you are easily triggered please do check the description below there will be a timestamp so you could just jump ahead to say what. So again, trigger warning. There's mentions of sexual harassment, sexual assault, gaslighting, verbal and physical abuse. So again, if you want to skip ahead, skip now. Okay, so what's going on with Omega X? So here is a summary of Omega X's press conference um, regarding abuse and assault from their agency and and oh, and Kang Sung Hee, their former CEO. So Omega X will be taking legal action to nullify the exclusive contracts with Spire Entertainment. I know I kept saying Spira, but I don't know if it's Spire or Spira. So English. <laughs> Additionally, they will be pressing criminal charges and damages against the agency and former CEO. Omega X endured so much for so long because they were in fear of disbandment especially as this was their second chance for all members as they have all debuted previously and they didn't want to let fans down kang the former ceo forced the members after training to drink at the company gatherings and also sexually harassed them including touching their thighs holding their hands and touching their faces Kang gaslit members by saying they should be thanking her and being apologetic for her, threatening that if if they didn't, she would kill herself or kill them. Members also threatened to were also threatened to drink with Kang, and failing to do so would result in no comeback album. Multiple members are currently receiving mental health treatment. Hangyum says he tries. To he tried speaking with Kang about her actions. She responded by mocking him about the kinds of articles that would be published because of the anxi- anxiety he was having today. So the anxiety that he has is sounds and vibrations from phones. 
and that causes him to have anxiety in, yeah, causes him to have anxiety anxiety due to the constant abuse due to his anxiety Hanyum had trouble breathing thus he wasn't able to stand on stage with the group in Mexico City while in LA the members had locked themselves in their hotel rooms to avoid Kang following their return from LA they have yet to receive a sincere apology but rather military issues were brought up so that's like a brief summary of what they spoke about at their press conference. Uh, I can't speak. Their press conference. Yeah. I'm glad that they are. They have been able to speak out, and yeah. I think it's really brave to just lay it out there, exactly like that for um, anyone. And like they said, like this is their. I guess this was meant to be their second chance, um, having already debuted respectively mm. prior and all the other things that would have been against them. And I don't want to speak over anyone's voice, but at least from what I have seen, there is somewhat still a stigma around men talking about like sexual yeah, assault and that, harassment. Yes. So that's also a big deal of them coming out and being able to disclose all of this, especially in a public domain where some members are already struggling with anxiety and other things. So yeah, like props to them. I hope they're, I mean, we said this before as well, and I hope they're getting the right support and they have a good circle around yes. the group and each of them respectively. But um, no, I, like I can't believe some of the things, not can't believe, obviously I believe them, but yeah. I'm still trying to get my head around some of the things that I've seen, like some of the videos and stuff. Mm. So Yeah, and as you said, there is stigma, especially for men, especially if if. It doesn't matter who they're being abused by, but especially if it's done by a woman, there hasn't been that. I think it's getting better as time progresses, but there hasn't been like a common conversation of saying that you know this is wrong or it's okay to talk out about talk out about it because you still have some people like oh, quote unquote, be a man about it. She's a woman, like da 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 da. Do you know what I mean? Or do, do, or if the woman is deemed attractive like oh you must like it because she's attractive like do you know what I mean yeah. that doesn't mean you know you should put up with things like this so and I think you know Mega X coming out and speaking up about this I'm praying that no other group or any other people are going through this but seeing this might you know open the door for other people to come forward and they need, I don't know, there needs to be some sort of regulations in terms of, just in general, I don't know how things are behind the scenes in terms of idols, but I feel yeah. like they needs, regardless of abuse or not, there needs to be a constant, like, like mental health yeah. checkup kind of thing. Like, okay, how's everything going? How are you dealing with, you know, people depending so much on you and exactly. all these cameras are yeah. on you internally and i feel i don't know if one exists already but i do feel as though there should be an external body the only thing i can compare it to is kind of like ucas where there's this external institute that's sent into these entertainment companies to like yes. examine like the treatment over time and give their own like mental analysis of all of the trainees and idols and whatnot yeah. because yes the company can say oh like we're, we're making strides forward but behind closed doors or when the camera's off who who knows and yes an external body would only find out so much yeah. but when companies are now being told oh you have to meet these standards or these things have to be in place for x people i feel as though there'll be more accountability and we'll see things done the right way because mm. i i unfortunately 
do believe that there are many more Omega X type situations mm. out there that we'll probably never hear about because they're either from really small companies or they just don't have the means to be able to take the company to call or the right support system. Mm. So I think an external body would be like really an important. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean, um, you cast Ofsted. That's what I'm talking about. Cause you get like Ofsted approved and how many yeah. stars I you have, have or random whatever. checkups. Exactly. In terms of like check up, random checkups on their living conditions, random, random checkups, like just check-ins of talking to, you know, artists or idols or producers even, because it doesn't mean because, you know, there's other people in the company but maybe getting some sort of mistreatment as well, but it's because they don't have the platform, it might be easier to brush on the carpet. So just things like that. Again, exactly. it doesn't, it won't eradicate everything. And of course, there's going to be some sort of loop. Or someone, everyone's going to find loophole's to anything, to be honest, if, you know, but, you know, it, but at least it's it, that's in place, less people want to be mistreating their staff and their mm. talent so it, it could help but it shouldn't have to be in place like just treat people like yeah respectable humans it's, it's quite sad but yeah hopefully i really feel sorry for them i really do mm. but yeah that is hot topics hot hot topics if there's any stories you want to comment on or if you want us to talk about any stories make sure you hit us up on socials at how you at you moving on to our next segment called say what where you send your unpopular opinions dilemmas questions hot tea etc you can send that all to how you tea at gmail.com that's how you tea at gmail.com or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you so Shay, take it away Okay, so today we're going to be starting out with a question, actually. So this person Ooh. said, so there is discourse when it comes to fans that have signs like, quote unquote, insert idol name here, my throat needs you. Okay. And you have some fans that are disgusted and others saying, quote unquote, oh my gosh, they are grown X, Y, Z. But if that sign was aimed at female idols saying, come and sit on my face, for example, would it be viewed the same? Mm, this is a good question because I get both sides. Because you know you do you do see like for example, was it a seventeen concert? I don't know. It might have been seventeen recently. I feel like there's a lot of concerts going on yes. recently, but um, and we're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've, I've seen signs like, you know, my throat needs you or whatever the case may be. And of course, it's all done in banter and jest. But it's true because I don't know if everyone would have the same like, ha that's funny. If it was a guy at a Blackpink concert with a, like a similar, like, you know, the alternative, like, as you said, mm -hmm. this person said, come and sit on my face. And I guess it is a double standard. Like, but I, yeah. I don't know I feel like Me personally I I don't like those sorts of comments No overall. I personally wouldn't do it But Yeah like I wouldn't do it I don't like those comments I And it, it, I guess there's a middle ground Because like then sometimes idols want that sort of Those sort of comments Not necessarily at concerts But like for the thirst tweet type videos And mm. they play with it to some extent But I still don't think it's appropriate. No matter which way it's done, whether it's like guys to girls or girls to guys, I just 
I think there's a tasteful way like you can make banter and have jokes but I feel like oh like the my my throat needs you or like sit on my face I feel like that comes out of the territory of ah hee hee this is a joke to just being like this is kind of distasteful Mm. and especially if we're talking about signs at concerts yes you're there to have a good time but concerts tend to be family friendly environments as well Mm. so environment wise it's just not appropriate I don't know why that kind of made me laugh when you said that (laughs) the only reason why is because (laughs) I always see clips of was it Johnny? He just rips off his shirt. This NCT oh. Johnny. And he's like grinding on stage. But can you imagine like, you know, <laughs> I really want to go to this concert. You grab your mom or your dad to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, that's bad. Like at least you can maybe brief your parent or your guardian what you're going to be getting into. Johnny's mom went to like one of their last concerts. I saw a and I don't I remember how it happened but somehow someone asked her how like she felt seeing like that segment that Johnny does like his magic mic segment situation mm-hmm. and I think she says something like she wanted to leave or like she closed her eyes <laughs> or something along those lines but um yeah but back to this back to this question what are your thoughts do you think it's ever okay um I think in a concert setting, I personally think it's a bit weird. Mm. I mean, if you want to have those conversations between you and your friend, that's different. I mean, I guess on in both instances, for example, if you're having a conversation on Twitter or whatever, or you're having a joke on Twitter, there's still a likelihood of that person seeing it. But I think they're more likely to see it in the crowd if it's on a big old placard. Plus, please don't bring signs to concerts because, <laughs> no, I feel sorry for the people behind you because now I can't see, all I'm seeing is this big piece of cardboard in front of me and I can't see. But that's that's a, that's a whole different thing. I mean, personally, it doesn't bother me, but then would I really want if I was that idol or whatever? And this is not to mention that, you know, these idols are sexual beings or they're of age or whatever. That's not what I'm saying, but... Would I personally want someone I don't know <laughs> uh, saying these things? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I get that the internet or like certain social settings can make you come out your shell a bit or say things that you wouldn't say. But my thing is, if you wouldn't say it to their face, which I don't know if it works on these people, because they probably would say it to their face. There are some people but- that would say it. <laughs> but... I kind of just think, oh, like if I wouldn't feel comfortable saying it to their face or like in front of my parents or something like that, then just don't bring a sign that says that or make those sorts of comments. There are Mm. tons of other things that you can say to like hype someone up or to insinuate that they're good looking or that they're amazing. I I don't think you need to say that your throat needs them. It's a bit extreme. Well, it's extreme. I just say don't bring signs I personally just don't think it's fair for people that have paid that are behind you that can't see and maybe you don't care well that's their problem but I don't know I feel like you should be aware of people around you like it's not a private show you didn't pay for a private show so I don't know that's just me that's that's just me though exactly this is a good question thank you whoever asked this because I've never actually thought of it the other way around me neither because one thing that just came to mind and maybe contextually different artists are okay with it in their own respective environments because I know the K hip hop scene is quite different and they kind of enjoy that sort of commentary and back and forth with fans to some extent but mm. still I just 
I, I just, I don't know. It makes me I, uncomfy. I, I think it, uh, maybe it depends on, as you said, it depends on the content of their their music as well. That makes sense because I feel like even though there are some K-pop songs that can address more adult themes, it's still done in a way of it's in the innuendos it's very still like it's still very hidden it's it's like you know you have to be good enough to understand to, to know or understand certain things like do you know do you know what i mean whereas it may be in some like korean hip-hop spaces it's going to be like blunt the the content is more explicit so in a sense as you said it may be welcomed if that makes sense because obviously there's like, we've been to Korean hip-hop concerts mm. where, you know, there's women throwing bras and whatever the case What's may that be. About? What, why is that a thing? Well, I mean, it's always, I don't know where it started, but it's always been a thing. Not just like Korean hip-hop, but just in general. In but general. Why is that a thing? I, I don't know. Like that just, that that doesn't make much sense. Why? Maybe back in the day, um, this is just me making stuff up. But this is what I'm guessing. You know, there was a time where people, I don't know what that machine's called, where you could, you know, you could stitch, you could put your name tags in just all your clothing. I don't know if that was like a thing where everyone just like got excited and used that machine on every piece of clothing. So maybe it was a thing where someone might stitch their name and number in a bra or something, throw it and hope that the artist would be like, oh yeah, let me call Roseanne and um, she could come back to the hotel. I really appreciate how like this isn't just K-pop how ambitious just fans are in general because the fact that you're like they didn't even see what direction this bra came from but they're gonna see my name and the color of the bra and they're gonna know it's from me and they're gonna (laughs) I really appreciate the confidence but how did as a society how did we get from chucking roses on stage at the end of a performance or a show to chucking bras what happened in between let's talk about that um groupies <laughs> don't do that let your boobs be held up as you go home please don't don't do that mm. oh lord okay um but yes thank you for that question um if anyone else has any answers or different takes to what we've said just now do let us know on socials because we love to hear your thoughts and perspectives oh, and then on to our first unpopular opinion technically and this person said, I find it weird when someone gives their opinion and then someone gets angry and starts leaking out their address. Like, what is wrong with some people? Like, leaking an address? What are you even going to do about it? Are you going to come and harm or kill the person? If yes, do you think your faves will come and bail you out? I find it funny that some stands don't even know the implications of having of having a felony over you and they are ready to go to any lengths for these people that could care less about you. We have even seen the way these companies treat these idols when they get in trouble. They don't even make an effort in keeping and helping them rather than just dumping them. And that's for the people that they know, talk more of. They even know, talk more Girl, of what you. Girl, what you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate the effort. What Hang the- on, let's let's break this up. I guess what they're saying is you're and that's going the people that they already know and have yes, to take care of. Yeah. yeah, so they've taken care of these idols, but any little hic- hiccup in the road, they're ready to drop them. 
So if they're ready to drop these people, why do you think they're gonna care more about you? And that's what that's what I'm getting. Okay. Um who they don't even know. Do you really think they will come and save you from jail? Some people do, you know. Uh <laughs> like some people really need to get off the internet and have have a reality check. And for the people who can address this, I find you so delusional because one day you will go and leaking the address of someone in a high-ranking posi- position or some millionaire or some military personnel, and then you'll get yourself into some hot mess. Personally, that will send a message to the rest. <laughs> Always saying you will come and meet people when you leak their addresses, when you literally don't even have bus money to go to the other city. Some so people I are delusional. The, I guess the general consensus of this is that this person is saying that they don't understand why some people either threaten to leak people's personal details or addresses online or actually go and leak their details. I guess with no real intent to go confront the person, but they shouldn't want to do that anyway because you could get a felony and it doesn't make sense and your faves aren't going to come bail, bail you out. So at the end of the day, it just doesn't make sense why people leak people's addresses. And one day you might leak the wrong person's address and land yourself in hot water. So yeah, I don't, I I can't think of any perspective or point of view where leaking someone's address makes sense. I personally haven't seen it. Maybe that's good. Um, But I've never seen seen people doxing people over K-pop. I know people have leaked in, in the K-pop space, I know people have leaked people's addresses. I don't oh, know okay. what happened a while back. I, I I would like to maybe say it had something to do with ARMY. I don't know what happened, but there are a few people that are in hot water with a lot of ARMY and like they found their addresses, like family members. I don't know if anyone went to them. I hope that mm. didn't happen. But um, I know details have been leaked. Why do people care that much? It's not that deep. I think sometimes when you're chronically online or really enthusiastic about something, you forget that there are boundaries that you should internally have in life and just things that lines that you wouldn't cross. Because mm. even if someone's like dissing my fave or X, Y, and Z, at the end of the day, I'm not saying, oh, don't care. Like you can stand up for what you believe in or like try and support them. But I don't think the person that you're trying to stand up for would endorse you leaking someone's personal details Mm -hmm. and maybe putting them or their family at risk because they didn't like something or had a controversial opinion. If someone's doing something that bad, report their account, the platform will hopefully take care of it. And I think it should stop there. I think when we now take it from online to physical or leaking people's details or information about their family members, I think that's just distasteful and completely unnecessary. Mm, I don't know, maybe because we're older or whatever, but... I don't even think it's an age thing because sometimes half the time you find out these people who don't who do these things they they're old enough to know better. Yeah. But um, because to be honest, everyone loves to you know paint like this image of oh, all the problematic fans. Oh, they're young. They're like fifteen. They're fourteen. No, half the time they're twenty seven. They're twenty two. Like Forty. Like grown yeah, kids. like yeah. They're fifty five, and it's just like no. These people know better, and I, I don't like. That's what I don't like. I don't like how it's always pinned on like these younger, stereotypically delusional girls. Because mm. let's be real, that's who they they think we are um, online. But anyway, like for me personally, like if I see something, if you feel inclined to say something, like the friend, like I don't know, someone's like, oh, I really hate oh, I really hate so-and-so's song and you really love that song. If you want to say, oh, no, 
oh, it was a banger, then say it was a banger and move on. You don't need to go and like drag this person's, person's lineage. Or like even better, if someone's just like, yeah, I think so, something, something's trash. I don't need to respond to that. Just, just keep scrolling, keep, keep moving, keep pushing on because what's the point? Yeah, exactly. And I, th- I feel like, yes, there will be times where people may be making like inappropriate, racist or disrespectful comments. And I feel like that's a category of its own, but we've also become a very like, what's the word for it? Like almost a yes man society. Like everyone has to like it, has to be okay with everyone. Mm. Like people are allowed to have opinions. Like people have freedom of speech. You shouldn't use your freedom to convey hate or disrespect or promote like any toxicity, but you're still entitled to an opinion. Mm. And a lot of the times when I've seen these, situations or heard about these situations that break out online it's because someone had a differing opinion or didn't like I'm just saying this as an example I'm not putting all the blame on army because I know it's probably happened across the board but someone that says that they don't like BTS or that they don't really like their music and then they get cancelled or attacked like you're allowed to have an opinion Mm. if someone came out and said oh they don't like mushrooms you're not gonna start a campaign against them and like leak their address like if they don't like mushrooms they don't like mushrooms and even i've even seen sometimes it's not even if a person doesn't even have an opinion they get attacked as well so i've even seen countless times and it mainly happens to i know like celebrities like just say uh i'm not going to use army as an excuse an example because i don't be dragged but just say i don't know i'm a fan of you shay and you and Harry Styles were at an awards ceremony and I'm like, at Harry Styles, have you listened to Shay's new song? And then Harry replies to me and he goes, no, I haven't listened. And then someone's like, oh my gosh, did you see the way he responded? Why hasn't he listened? Does he think he's better than Shay? Then I'm like, whoa, like why are we reading into <laughs> something so much? And even if yeah. it was that, even if it's like, I have no interest in listening to this thing. Who cares? You, you're not going to care about everything. Exactly. So I don't, I don't know. And even in some cases, I think it isn't, oh, like, because this one's done bad, this one should be able to do bad also. But some, not even in just in the K-pop space, but some fandoms and like, I don't know what else you would call, like people that support artists or whatever, they can be incredibly hypocritical. Because their fave could have done X, Y, and Z. And they were like, oh, it's just a mistake. Everyone makes mistakes. But if anyone else does anything even remotely close to that, they're cancelled or mm. all this other stuff. So I don't I don't think you should be le- leaking people's address. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. And say, for example, they had a controversial opinion or were saying inappropriate things or disrespectful things. Leaking their address isn't going to change that. You can mm. try and correct someone in a respectable manner and educate them if they don't want that there's nothing else you can do but like logically speaking okay Shanice says that she doesn't like Blackpink I leak her address what does that change Mm. like it's not going to change anything like this person said your faves are not going to come and bail you out (laughs) they're not it's not going to happen and like it it doesn't make sense and you shouldn't be threatening people online and all this other stuff so at the end of the day it helps no one if anything it makes you look bad because also you're regular people when you go and apply for a job and they maybe do a deep dive search into your background they can see oh he or she or whatever is threatening people or they've done this or they were involved in this employers can find that 
Mm, that's that's our two cents. But um, let us know if you guys still believe that your fave will come and bail you out. Please provide <laughs> evidence. <laughs> this reminds me of, do you remember that period of time? It must have been like years back, dare I say like 2015 or 16 or maybe earlier, when there was that hashtag and situation that like K-pop, I don't know if it was like K-pop stands were going to jail but basically there were like card deals being leaked and people were trying to buy concert tickets and yes. K-pop merch. You remember? There's been dark times. <laughs> Let's not go back. Um, okay, and then on to our last unpopular opinion. This person said, I absolutely adore ARMY, but y'all are really delusional sometimes. Like, why are people saying that the World Cup was using Jungkook for views or that after Jungkook's performance, they're going to lose so many viewers? Like the World Cup is a large scale international affair. I'm sure they'll be fine. Laughing emoji. I need to Google this because I don't know what's, what's Jungkook's got to do with anything to do with the World Cup. So Jungkook performed like in the opening ceremony of the World Cup. Okay. I, I haven't, I hadn't seen these comments of ARMY or people saying that they're going to lose views or anything. I They're not going to lose views. I think people forget that the World Cup if I'm not mistaken, it isn't like the most watched world event, like sporting Probably, event. Probably, like billions of dollars goes into it. Like they literally have fans everywhere. It's like what, weirdly enough, I I've not I've never been a football girl. I can't say that I get it, but it's one of the many things that will probably literally stop wars and bring people together that would not <laughs> be together. So I'm sure. They'll be fine. I think not even to do with this unpopular opinion or this particular situation, but I have mm. seen times where because K-pop fans are to some extent so chronically online or so chronically in the K-pop world and they think that's all that exists, mm. sometimes they underestimate the impact or the reach that other things have, be that yeah. other artists, other events. And so they'll be like, oh, like once my fave finishes their performances, like this show or this situation is going to lose so many views or they're using them for clout when the platform really doesn't don't get me wrong there are times where we've seen that happen but yeah in some cases yeah in some cases it's not to be honest with especially with the world cup or whatever no one's really checking like i'm being being honest like no one's really unless you're a fan of that person or you know if they have released like a world cup song and that World Cup songs catchy they might sing it along but no one really checks for like the musical artists of the World Cup like this is I know the Super Bowl isn't the same thing but at least with the Super Bowl there's a whole halftime show dedicated to an artist where it's like okay there's people that might not even really care about you know American football but they will tune in because they know Beyonce is going to perform halfway through do you know what I mean mm. so it's not even that it's like okay you could watch John Cook and then if you don't want to watch the rest of the the football shenanigans then you know you don't have to but at the same time I don't think they're gonna lose any viewership John Cook might be picking up some new army along the way you never know yeah, I because if anything, I feel like at least most of the people physically there or that have gotten tickets to go to the World Cup, I'm not going to lie, most of them probably don't know who John Cook mm-hmm. is or who BTS is. That might sound really ignorant. I know they're basically the biggest group in the world, but we have to remember that because K-pop is big to us and of interest and on our feed, 
some people it's never even crossed their mind or they've mm. never even come across it. So they might not even put two and two together that like Jungkook is part of BTS. They might have heard of BTS, but exactly. they have no clue what they look like. So I, I don't think if anything, I, I wouldn't say either party is using either party, but I would say that the opportunity is bigger for Jungkook and BTS than it is for the World Cup if that makes sense. Mm. Because for them, they get to say they've like, well, not they, Jungkook gets to say he's had this huge accomplishment of being selected to perform at the World Cup, which is a big deal within itself or like to create Mm. the, the, I don't know, is it called like the theme song? Like the World Cup song, like whatever the main song is. Mm. It's more like an accomplishment in that sense rather than the World Cup is trying to use him for for clout. I, I I don't see that. Yeah, I feel like it's just beneficial on both sides. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's one or the other. So, yeah. so I, it could have worked both ways. I'm sure there are some K-pop fans that didn't know much about football that now maybe are going to watch the World Cup, and it's some true. World Cup fans that knew nothing about BTS that are now going to go and <laughs> listen to some songs. It's true. It's true. So, but one thing I must say that I didn't like, I it wasn't really at least from what I've seen, it wasn't done in a disrespectful way. But John Cook's performance, he collaborated with um, this other Arab artist. I don't know if he's from Qatar or somewhere else. But I haven't seen his performance. Like, I literally, I'm literally I out of the loop. So go ahead. Literally, I only blame TikTok for what I know because I've literally <laughs> just seen snippets. And um, there was this other artist that he performed with. Like, so they done the show and um, the song together. Mm. And I've seen when you're ignorant on something. I'm not saying you should know everyone. I don't even know the guy. I've never heard of him. But people are like, oh, like, oh, this guy is like so lucky that he John Cook performed with him or he had the privilege of performing with John Cook. And I don't like when we downplay other people's impact or status just because mm. we don't know them. Mm. I think sometimes in the K-pop space, we're like, oh no, this artist is so lucky that they got to do this with this K-pop artist. That artist is huge in their own right. You might not know of them. I remember I- when they tried to do this with... Um- but this wasn't when it happened. This was like when the clips resurfaced. But then G Dragon performed with Missy Elliott. <gasps> no, was, no way. People said th- that. But this was years after. This is not at the time. Obviously, at the time, every, well, the people that I was surrounding myself with and the bubble that I was in, they was like, "Wow, this is amazing." But I think of recent. When I say of recent, I mean like you know after COVID, when that clip resurfaced with you know. I think someone was praising G Dragon on how he implemented like traditional Korean instruments with hip hop or whatever, right? Okay. And they used that that song with Miss Elliot or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so lucky. I'm like, huh? <laughs> this is Missy Elliot. No, G Dragon is <laughs> G Dragon is lucky. It's actually mad. Let, let's let's educate ourselves before making certain comments. Just go do a Google search and educate yourself or just appreciate about what's what's happening on in front of you there doesn't always need to be some sort of hierarchy the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling that's it it's that easy it's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. 
that's all of that. Um, thank you for your unpopular opinions. <laughs> we also have a dilemma for today, so we're going to move on to that swiftly. So, Shanice, if you want to read this for us. Reading? Okay. Uh, <laughs> does it say who this dilemma is from? Did it say? I don't think there's a sign-off. No. All right. Hi, person. You're a black girl, so I'm going to assume your pronouns. I'm sorry if they're wrong. Hi. So, as a black girl who has been listening to K-pop for about a year now and really finding it hard to listen hard these days to continue listening to K-pop. I generally love K-pop, but these days, as I become more mature, there are certain things that just turn me off about K-pop. The cultural appropriation and the lack of awareness in K-pop is really irking me these days. I really don't even care about the beauty standards and all since I'm well aware that they don't even like us. But these days, appropriation is something else. Like these, like these days, I'm really going apart from K-pop, and the fans keep make it difficult because they love to talk over black people. The whole separating the artist from the art is also very weird to me because, as an art student who is also doing photography, okay, per most times it's what's on my mind that I portray through my work. So the music and the artists are not different because it's coming from them, most coming from them, most especially those that write their songs themselves. I've always listened to Afrobeats all my life, but now branching out and seeing that the fans love to fight over little, oh, I think it's meant to be over the littlest things, and are always high on their emotions is very tiring. I don't know if you can tell me what to do. I don't know if you can tell me what to do because I've also left any fandom drama but the truth is is that even the artists are a big problem and then the songs these days also are not really appealing to some extent okay mm-hmm. um me personally okay okay where should i start where should i start where should i start Da-da-da-da. culture appropriation and lack of awareness in k-pop is really irking me these days Okay, so first of all, let me just say thank you for your dilemma. Thank you. Um, I don't know, maybe because I've limited myself in things I consume in a sense of that's outside of music and maybe the odd news here and there. I don't, this might sound really ignorant, but I'm not trying to be. I haven't seen things of late in terms of cultural appropriation and like awareness pop up. I think the last thing that came that popped up was the whole crush situation and even that's a bit iffy because I didn't even really address that after I said the initial thing with the whole crush and the fan and some sort of misunderstanding and this person that created this claim against him have created claims about other artists in the past to gain attention and xyz that's a whole different spiel and shebang and situation so I don't know if you're referring to certain things or if it's because you've just entered this crazy maze there might be certain things like you know you might have started listening to a certain group or certain artists and there's something that they have done in the past you've come across now and maybe you're coming across a lot of things in tenfolds that have happened which has gradually happened for us because we've been in it but you're finding it all out at once so it's just like I don't know how I could vibe with this in terms of separating the art from the artist, I think for me, in certain cases, in certain instances, I can, when it comes to K-pop, 
Because half the time, if you look at all the people that are writing these songs, producing these songs, they're from their melanated caliber. Um, so they really don't have any input. Yeah, they might have their little twang or, you know, they they put themselves in the performance. I'm not taking away their talents. But in the grand essence of things, and this is no shade but shade, like I feel like if they sold that song to someone else, it will still be a pop. So in that sense, in certain situations, I can. And for those for those artists that you can't separate yourself from, then I don't think it's worth the headache. Just, just block them off your streaming platform. Don't listen to them. I don't think it's something that I would lose sleep over. And the thing is, the reason why it may come across where I'm a bit like, may seem a bit blasé or what you don't care or whatever it's not that I just feel like in the grand scheme of things there are a lot of things in this world where I can prod and pick and say find some sort of angle and say oh well this is offensive to black people or this is offensive in a certain way and if I do that all my life I won't be able to enjoy anything and that might seem like a cop-out answer to some people but that's 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 just my opinion <laughs> so yeah and i don't do excuse me i don't do the whole fandom stuff because yeah that's that's tiring for me that's like shay that's why i feel like that's why shay you'll never see shay on twitter because you know that's like a maze and that seems like a headache and it can be sometimes there's people have to meet on there because as shay has said in this episode there's just people that are chronically online that have no life and they'll make things that are like really small 10 times big and nobody has time for that k-pop is meant to be fun so i'll try to keep it as fun as i can yeah Hmm. yeah um i do get what you've shared and i also obviously get what this um individual shared i i do I do understand because I'm not perfect. Everyone makes mistakes, but I typically do have a hard time continuing to not necessarily you. You're not necessarily supporting someone, but by streaming their stuff, technically you are, but Mm. just continuing to support someone when they've either done things that you don't agree with. It goes against like your morals or your beliefs and stuff. So I typically have a hard time separating the, art from the artist because I kind of do feel that they are combined to some extent. Yes, there are multiple influences, at least on the topic of K-pop. Like there are things that they have to do and like the styling might be set and other things. But if I've seen like a repeat of the same thing or like a Mm -hmm. lack of care or respect, I'm not going to continue. And when I say support, I say that lightly because technically, I guess by today's like generic standard or (laughs) definition of what a K-pop fan is, I would not by any means fit that criteria but when I say support I mean purely listening to that because one by streaming like you're positively impacting the artist it's technically a go-ahead to to keep creating more that's why there's such an emphasis putting being put on like going viral rather than making like quote-unquote good music or good content because as long as you're being watched and streamed you're getting paid at the end of the day so I typically have a hard time separating the art from the artist. Some pe- other people don't, but... I feel like it depends what it is for me, personally. Mm, because... Yeah, I, there depends are definitely what, yeah, layers. Depends what the, yeah. yeah, depends what the issue is. And it depends, for me, personally, it depends... I, I, this might sound problematic, but it depends who it is for me. 
But I feel like mm, this sounds mad. That that statement is like mad. That sounds mad. That sounds mad. I'm trying to think of an example so you get where I'm coming from. I can't think of anyone. That's but that statement sounds mad. I don't want you to think I'm excusing certain behaviors. Okay, never mind. Continue. Was you meaning like, oh, if someone's like made one mistake and they haven't done it since, or depending on who it is in terms of? Um, I think it depends on what it is. Mm-hmm. And I also feel sometimes the cultural appropriation title is thrown around too much to the point it's just like, there is such thing as cultural exchange and sometimes I feel like people throw out the cultural appropriation line because they either don't like the artist or they just want to argue. And it's just like, what? Like, for example, I've seen people throw out the cultural appropriation um, title because someone wants to do a certain style of music. And I'm not saying... So you're saying this person can't do this certain style because they're not from a certain background. Mm. Insert person can't rap because they're not black. Yeah. So at least from my perspective, it isn't so much in terms of like gatekeeping certain things or like this person can't do this or they can't like that. My thing typically is if you're benefiting or profiting off of something that you have little to no respect for or little to no like genuine appreciation mm-hmm. for and you're just using it because you know it's either going to bring in a certain audience or get you the number of streams that you want. I don't like that. Or if you're using something as like a caricature and it's this persona for this thing, but you wouldn't. They, I, I don't no, know. I, no, I, I get what I, you mean. But then yeah. I also feel like there are people online that they just, they they just jump on a certain thing or they they want to call it a certain thing and it's not that like for example one one instance that pops into my mind and this is very polarizing when um Pemnico yeah when he did that afrobeat type song it was very split there was people that were vibing with it and there was people saying oh this is this is appropriation even though before the song had released or dropped he's been saying how much he loves Afrobeats and how much he's been vibing with Afrobeats. So it's just like, where's that line where it's like, I really appreciate this thing and I, I want to do my own thing with it. And when does that turn into appropriation? Because it's not like he was trying to wear like, uh, he's trying to say he's Nigerian or he had like locks in his hair. And I don't know, he was wearing kente or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like he wasn't, it wasn't like a performative thing. It was just like, I really enjoyed this aspect. Yeah. And I, I wanted to create a song. I don't see, I personally didn't see that as a problem. And then on top of that, everyone knows my problematic views with <laughs> Sitke when he had his braids. And I was just like, I don't know. I thought, I, I still think that they look good. <laughs> so, but I can understand how some of me think that appropriation and I don't think the two situations are the same they I think they're two different extremes but I, well, I, I don't think appropriation or someone like profiting off of something that they have little to no respect or regard for necessarily will look bad it might look amazing and we can't lie to ourselves no, and say not, oh I'm this not, song I'm is not, bad or I'm not saying because a product's good or if they look good then it's fine but what I'm I'm from my perspective Let's throw Sick K out because that's debatable. He hasn't come out and said anything. But in terms of Pemlico, yeah, he 
to me, I don't. I wouldn't call that appropriation because he has said, and it's from my perspective, it seems genuine that he had appreciation appreciation for that art. That's not me giving him a pass because I think the song sounds good. Mm-hmm. So you're There's, saying like that was more of an act of appreciation? Yeah, like I've than... seen. Yeah, I've seen idols that may have may have looked good in braids or whatever they're wearing. But it still made me feel type of way because I don't know that same idol has made a joke about braids in the past, for example, or they've made some sort of joke on black culture. But it's like, okay, if it's a joke, why is it in your head? Do you get what? Do you get what I mean? Doesn't matter how good it looks. It's not about aesthetically looking good or if the song sounds good or whatever. That's not my standpoint. My standpoint is there are people. Doesn't matter what they've said or what they've done or if they can prove that they appreciate this thing. Mm-hmm. There's just lot there's just there's just a lot of gatekeeping and everything is just appropriation, appropriation. Mm-hmm. Well I do I do feel like we're in a day and age, not even just on the topic of K pop, we're in a day and age where people are liking to throw out a lot of trigger word or buzzwords and things without one, either understanding the true meaning or applying it to a relevant circumstance or situation. But back to what this person said, like one of the points was the cultural appropriation and lack of awareness in K-pop really irks me these days. I do get what she is saying and I don't, to some extent, I don't think it's a lack of awareness. I think it's more ignorance. Mm. And in K-pop, we see, we've spoken about this so many times where we see things like if something's happened and a certain group, be that religious group or ethnic group is offended, a lot of fans will just come and say, oh, they didn't know or they didn't mean it like that. Mm. Whereas like we're in a day and age, like Korea has some of the fastest internet in the world. I think some of it is inexcusable. And when it happens all the time and you see these fans, I'm not saying their fans should cancel them, but there needs to be more accountability. I feel like that's the issue. A lot of the time in K-pop things are just like, brushed over or like they didn't know or it's okay they didn't mean it like that and there's no real accountability this might happen in other entertainment spaces as well but obviously right now we're talking about k-pop but i can see how that can become frustrating or if you feel as though k-pop as a whole or companies or artists don't really respect your ethnic group or your culture but are sometimes using quite a few elements from it with either no official way of crediting it or showing real respect respect or appreciation and it's just used as this is the the theme or like the comeback sort of vibe we're going for and it's just used as that I can see how that can become like frustrating and annoying and linking back to ignorance again where you might be struggling to separate the art from the artist I think fans sometimes make that worse because instead of being like to your own, it's always better to try and correct your own than someone externally trying to correct them. So if more fans are like, oh, X, Y, and Z, and I'm not saying that fans don't do this, but a lot of the time we just see it brushed over or they didn't know or this. So I can see how over time that can become very frustrating and difficult to deal with. I don't know. I, I really do get where this person's coming from. I think contextually, like, yes, there are some instances where it's appreciation and art in general, be that music, entertainment, photography, like anything, you're going to take inspiration from different places and you might Mm -hmm. not be able to credit every single one or explain why you picked this and done that. But I think we've just seen quite a bit of a pattern in the K-pop space where things are taken with no 
real recognition of the yeah. group that it was taken from or any real respect or it's just like offer this comeback we were going for this theme where if it was more like something of this comeback we were really interested inspired by this so we went and done this research or I'm not saying every company and every platform will have the means to do this but I know with some western artists when they've wanted to tap into a new music style or a certain culture they will say like oh I'm inspired by this so I went to this area and spent time with natives and like learn about like traditional sounds and there's more like effort and appreciation mm. and once again that might be super extreme not everyone is going to have the means or time or be able to do that but sometimes in k-pop it's just like this is cool right now or this is trending or we like this we're going to take this and it's just for the comeback no one should be mad at it so it can be quite frustrating and I don't like to, I hope this doesn't offend anyone. I don't like to think that being into K-pop and Hallyu as a whole is like a phase that you'll grow out of. Like it, mm. it can just be a genuine interest that you have for the entirety of your life. I mean, we're still here. <laughs> exactly. But like anything in life, you might have really loved football when you were young and you still like football now. But when you were younger, you may want to play, you were involved in all the things like you knew the fan chance or whatever's involved in that space. But now like you just go to a game or two and like you still appreciate yeah. it. So I don't think you have to You'd remove yourself. You have to be like, so immersed into it. Exactly. Like, for, for anything, for any interest that you're in, you know, it's not a matter of life and death and... I feel like if if something causes you discomfort or you don't like something, then just there's no point of wasting your mental energy on it. Yeah. As you know, both Shay and I, it's only been of recent, I guess maybe because of the podcast and things that we're doing that we are somewhat ingrained into the space. But at the same time, I feel like we're one foot in, one foot out. And when it comes to you know, for you, if you want to you know, still listen or, you know, you could dip in and dip out if you, you like the sound of this. Oh, okay. Like, see what's happening. I remember one time um, when I was heavily into K-pop, even more so than I am now. And my friend at the time, she was basically one foot in, one foot out. I'll basically recap everything that's happened in that week. Or I'll just show her songs that I know that, she would like and that would be it that that I was her source of k-pop so I I feel like when you ask you know um what should I do I think just consume what you feel like you you what's the word I've got words just consume what you want to consume you don't have to be part of any fandoms there's no right or wrong way to mm. to consume k-pop if you want to have like one month where you're like immersed in it and you're binging in it and you're going to every show and you're watching every show and listening to every album and then the next two months you don't listen to it again I think that's absolutely fine there's no exactly. right or wrong way and yeah I, I feel like I'm just at the point where I just don't let things get to me like that <laughs> yeah because like you you this person said like you've also left like any fandom drama like which is good if that's not a bit of I yeah I, I, I can't <laughs> and some people might take this as like oh trying to sound like holier than thou because there's this thing of like oh like I'm not a k-pop fan I just listen to it and, like we're not trying to do any of that but just from a real perspective I'm not a part of any fandom once again I don't think I can qualify and yeah. <laughs> I would just listen to music in general that I like and 
things that I like. And if you are having a problem with certain artists or like the artist being a big chunk of the problems that you're experiencing, find the handful of artists that you do like. I don't think you have to be fully immersed in this like intense thing and fandom Mm. of K-pop as a whole. And like, if you're not doing it this way, then you can't be a part of it. You could just enjoy music and some K artists might fall into that. I don't think you have to be in it in like this deep way. I, and I think that's okay. I think that's completely fine, especially Mm -hmm. for valid reason. Like if you're feeling as though there's a lack of accountability or you're just not feeling it anymore and the fandoms aren't the way they used to be, or you're just not vibing with it. I think that's completely fine. And you also said, and then these songs, um, songs these days are really not appealing to some extent. I I can't tell you that any of like the K music that I probably indulge in, and this is just like full transparency, is old. Probably <laughs> isn't new music. <laughs> so, like I could not tell you who's had a comeback or what the newest song is. I would just listen to what I like, and that could be a song from like five years ago, longer than that, a mix. So I don't think there's this great criteria. If one of the things that you're really wanting to stress is that there needs to be more accountability, we completely agree and no one's going to disagree with that. But you don't need to put this pressure on yourself that it needs to be in like this way and you have to be okay with the fandoms. There are so many things that we ourselves do not like about the K-pop space and fandoms and yeah, go listen to other episodes. But. Yeah, and plus, and if 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 it push comes to shove, you can just listen to us. Exactly, because I I completely understand what you're saying, and I also yeah. think as well, I and I could be wrong, but I feel like K-pop's the only genre that does that. Like if you if you're a pop girl, pop stan, Western pop stan, you don't need to know every single pop star in America, and you don't need to, you know follow every artist and you know immerse yourself in all these different things it's like okay if I like this Harry Styles song then I'm gonna listen to this Harry Styles songs I may not listen to the rest of his album but if I'm gonna call myself a Harry Styles fan then I will do that you can do that there's no rules to this like it's the same thing like you know same with like you know hip-hop or whatever just because you know, there's like beef between this artist and this artist. If you want to be fans of both, then be fans of both. Don't let nobody sit there and tell you, well, if you're a something, something fan, then you can't be a... Yes, I can, because this song's a bop and that song's a bop and I love how she performs, I love how he performs. So, uh, yes, I'm going to listen to both. And if there's certain aspects of, you know, a certain artist or certain things that, you know, doesn't sit with you, whether that's due to a cultural aspect or just, you know, a personal aspect, you have every right to, if you feel like that helps to voice that opinion, whether that's online or with friends or whatever. But at the same time, you don't need to, if it takes up too much energy or if it gets too much, because as we know, there are people that are chronically online. You don't need to go do all these back and forths and threads and, you know, drain yourself mentally over these people again that relates to the other long the um unpopular opinion that in a grand scheme of things don't care about you so you don't need to go fight and cape for people either so and and you also don't have to be compliant and okay with everything like we've said you don't need to be like trying to fight people on twitter or this all this other stuff but i think sometimes people think that if you're in a space you're okay with certain things or that you have to be Mm. compliant or or okay with certain things you can have these issues and call people out if you see fit or have even like smaller conversations if you have other friends or if you're a part of other communities in this space like voice those 
issues and those viewpoints that you have because they're completely valid no one is saying just be here be fine with everything you can't say that you don't like the pink walls that might be necessary to say we can also acknowledge that there are times when other fans speak over black voices and Mm -hmm. we've said this so many times so you don't have to be okay with any of these issues. You can voice them as you have with us here, if you're comfortable doing so in smaller spaces or if you have an online platform or anything like that. But yeah. Yeah. And I just think the grand scheme of things, I think you should just listen to us. <laughs> um, I think, yeah. I Because th- obviously this podcast, I feel like as crazy as we are, well, I'm crazy, but... <laughs> I still want this to be like a safe space for people that, again, are one foot in, one foot out, or even people that are just like fully immersed and just want more content. That's fine as well. But yeah, there's 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 levels to this. There's there's a different spectrum, and this is why I'm going off on a tangent, right? This is why I I think it's time that I I come back because. I feel like there needs to be a person. I and like maybe there are people, there are content creators like this that do exist, but I feel like there's a space for people that are one foot in, one foot out. That are not that don't I don't sleep, eat, breathe K pop. I don't. It's one aspect of my life and yes, there's there's elements I enjoy and there's elements that, you know, outside I at. And that's fine. But that doesn't make me less of a fan than someone that likes to inhale it. <laughs> there's there's a range of different ways that you can be involved. But just take that pressure off yourself. But yes, thank you very much for that dilemma. We we hadn't had a dilemma for a little while. I think we had one, we had one last, last week. Yeah, we had lo- the but, funky outfits. Yeah, we had a funky outfit one. But we went for a period of time where we didn't have many. So thank yeah, you for that dilemma. Keep them coming. <laughs> keep them coming. And if yes. you have updates as well, we would love, we love a good update. Do you know the one I really want to update on? Do you remember this was like, it probably has to be last year. That one girl that she was going to have a whole intervention for her friend. I can't remember what it was about, but she was going to have an intervention and her auntie was involved. And was it something to do with catfishing? I feel like something. It was yes, something. it might yeah. be. Yeah. That was very interesting. Yes. If you guys have any unpopular opinions, dilemmas, stories, or requests, feel free to submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you, or you can send them to us directly on socials. We know you like chatting on the TikToks. Um, And then now we're moving on to On the Radar, which is where me and Shanice will let you know if there's anything that we're listening to, watching, or anything that we want to put you guys onto. So, Shanice, what's on your radar? I have a few things on my radar so the rap girlies from the girl group xg they released a rap um cypher and they were spinning some bars i think my favorite was uh i think her name is kokona kokona that's how you say her name she was freestyling over the gid beat um i think the song what's that song called surround sound i think with 21 savage and baby tape for all the hip-hop fans she did her thing i was like okay i feel like this just shows i think everyone did their thing but she was my favorite was um, she the one with like space buns and like a straight face i think so yes okay um i, I think she's like 16 or something oh is she she's a I baby think, I, think I saw that yeah she's a baby but yeah i think from the songs that they've had not saying that their raps are bad they're not but it doesn't really showcase it the way that they showcased it. So I'm hoping down the line 
we could get some more, you know, grittier or beats that will enhance their rapping ability like they were able to do on this. And then this is a this is a read, this is a drag to Mr. JYP, yeah. <laughs> so JYP, what is your problem? Are you okay? Because he's doing a madness on social media. So he obviously has some song. I can't remember what the song's called. And I've got to get my groove back, I think. I think it's called Groove Back. You might be right. Yeah. And obviously, people are going to, you know, do the choreography, tag him, like, hey, Uncle J- JYP, look at me. And instead of just reposting it, though his favourites, and going, oh, thanks, or just reposting it and being quiet, you know, he has to, he's, has to be critical. Like, one post, he says, oh, I love the energy, but please find and watch the dance tutorial I made. It was made for people like you. What does that mean? That is so rude. And then, I'm sorry, then you have the cheek. So, obviously, he's doing his rounds. You know, he's jumping in other people's t- TikToks, doing their choreography, like he was in, like, Les Seraphim's, Les Seraphim's anti-fragile choreography or whatever. And then I'm thinking, maybe you need to take your own critique because... The choreography was there, but was you really was you was you given what it was meant to give? Maybe you know I love the energy, but can you please watch the dance tutorial made because it was made for people like you. So done. I, you know what? At the end of the day, I can't. I I have nothing to say to JYP because it's his world and we're all just living in it. How old is this man? And he does not care. He's going to make a comeback. He has groups waiting to debut. Push it back. I want to make a comeback. I'm going to cuss people about my unusual choreo. I just love how he's just in his own world and he really does not care. Very interesting. And then on my radar, I don't know where they were. Somewhere in America with the music. Um, TXT or at some music show or something. I think it was the American Music Awards. Probably. But I I know nothing about this whole situation. But all I know is that Subin was so excited to see BB Rexa. And there's this funny video. So like she finishes performing and you can you know it's him because I think his hair's like bright blonde at the moment. And he's just like applauding. Everyone stopped clapping, but he's still going. And then he was upset because they didn't actually get to. Yeah, they I don't know if they. Yeah, they didn't get to meet then. And then I think she tweeted him or them and was like, "Oh my gosh, like I really want to meet you guys." Or something along those lines. And he was, and she, I think she was like, "What are you doing tomorrow?" Then he was like, "Oh, we're already on our flight back to Korea. Should I get off the plane?" <laughs> he. <laughs> I think she tweeted back, you know. I think she said something like, oh, I'm going to send you my number or something like that. Really? Yeah. He's living every Stan's dream. I I just find it hilarious. (laughs) Because it isn't like, oh, I want to be friends with her. I want to collab with her. He's just like, I'm her biggest fan. The Stan (laughs) account, I run it. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah, she said, oh, I'll message you my number. Oh, that's going to make his day. I started reading a few... Oh, she's reading... I, I read. <laughs> um, I started reading a few mangas and I'm just getting used to the fact that they're webtoons about colour, but they are very interesting. <laughs> Is that all on your reader, girl? Pretty much. And TMI, I'm hungry right now, if you need, if you wanted that hot take. Okay, thank you for that. Exclusive. You're welcome. Ex- exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. 
anyway guys thank you so much for listening to how you at you and remember that you guys can send us any of your unpopular opinions stories requests or dilemmas um to alut at gmail.com you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you or you can even send them to us on socials and wherever you're listening to us right now please feel free to leave a rating for us and a review let us know what you enjoy what you want to hear more of so we can keep making this this podcast podcasting podcast yes wow <laughs> wise words from Shay there um I have been Shanice from K-pop Box you can follow me at K-pop Box underscore on most things content coming soon lol <laughs> And I've been Shay from the K-Way. You can follow me um, at the K-Way on most things. I'm I'm there sometimes. LOL. (laughs) Let's get Shay some food. So until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.